Good morning, and welcome back to another episode of the Hit Bodies podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Pleasant, and I am just so excited to be here. I am not just like here with you, but also like here at home. (laughs) I just got back from a week-long vacation in Cancun, and it was everything I could have asked for, but also being home just feels amazing. I cannot even tell you. Um, If you're new here and you're wondering what the Hit Bodies podcast is, well, I started Hit Bodies back in 2017 and it is so much fun. I wanted to create a workout program where me, the trainer, is working out with you. Like this is the kind of workout I do to get in shape and I'm bringing you along for it. And that's been through every season. Like I, I've had two babies. I've had two postpartums. I've kind of, you know, taken you guys through that. And so at all times, I'm providing like modifiers for whatever season you're in. Maybe you're a total newbie. Maybe you're a veteran, like whatever. Like I, the workouts are very adaptable and I'm showing you that as I'm going through all of this, right? And in addition to that, I, when you're my workout buddy, we chat about life. We chat about what's going on, what, (laughs) what vacation you went on, you know, whatever. Right. So this podcast is just an extension of that. You know, it gives me a chance to give you an update on like what I'm doing, try to give you some sort of takeaway that's helpful, but also just catch up, you know, gives me a chance to talk to you without being totally out of breath. So with that being said, last week, my husband and I were on and we talked all about the Cancun trip. So I'm just going to kind of wrap up the Cancun trip because we had like just gotten there when we recorded that last week. So this week, I wanted to kind of share how things have gone. So Cancun was amazing. It was, oh, you guys, as a busy mom that has not been on like a relaxing getaway in so long, it was just everything I needed and more. The only thing that would have made it better is if my daughter slept a little better, but hey, it's, it is what it is. It's okay. So things ended up getting a little crazy. I worked out the first three days while I was there. And then at that point, Casey's sleep had just gone to total crap. So between that, I wasn't waking up early before the kids. And so it was really hard to find an opportunity to work out once, you know, once the kids are up. Like, so we had Cameron's parents there, but it's like giving them both kids for an extended period. It just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. You know what I mean? And Casey is very, very clingy because she's in like a new environment. She wants mom. She wants the boob, the whole thing. Right. So you know, it just, it unfortunately was not happening. (laughs) Um, my third workout, the way I got it in actually was like in our hotel room, Kevin's on his tablet. Casey's like crawling around the room. I'm like stopping every once in a while and picking her up and what it just, yeah, it was just crazy. I wish that I would have gotten more workouts in, but I, Cameron and I were talking about it. Cause I was like, I, I need to squeeze one. And he's like, Chelsea, it's not going to make that much of a difference. Just relax and enjoy your vacation. And it's so true. It's a, a handful of days in the grand scheme of things. So I just relaxed. I rested as much as I could and just enjoyed the rest of my vacation. And I have zero regrets on that because I was tired enough, <laughs> even with not doing that. Right. Um, and so I enjoyed myself. And believe it or not, despite not getting workouts in, not being super intentional about my nutrition, I lost weight. Today I got on the scale and I was three pounds lighter than when I left. I want to add to that though, your girl had some tummy troubles the last couple days I was there. So I don't know if that's a fair assessment of 
my game plan, but I do think that, you know, giving my body a break from workouts and that kind of stuff, it's, it's good to do here and there. It is. It's good. So anyway, that's, that's kind of where like the fitness stuff landed. Now I wanted to kind of tell you like the food I ate while I was there. So once you find the chilaquiles at breakfast, like you're not eating anything else. It's like breakfast nachos. It's so good. Um, and so we did chilaquiles with refried beans. I put pico de gallo on there and eggs. And it's so funny. So I complained last week how they didn't have sour cream. Well, I ended up finding some crema, which is just Mexican sour cream, but it's like way thinner. I feel like it's like watered down sour cream. Anyway, one day I put it on there and I was like, honestly, this didn't add anything. So I didn't put it on there. And then I was like thinking, I was like, this meal that I'm eating right now is both gluten-free and dairy-free. Isn't that crazy? I mean, not that that matters, but it was just like that I never accidentally eat gluten and dairy free. I feel like if I am eating gluten and dairy free, it is very much on purpose. You know what I mean? So that was that was interesting. <laughs> um, we usually did two breakfasts. I didn't always eat our first and second breakfast, but the way it we had to kind of find our flow. So we did a 7 a.m. breakfast as soon as the buffet opened. Then the buffet would get crazy around 10, 10 30. We would go in there for second breakfast because Casey's hungry again by that point. This girl smashes food. She like wants food food. So we would go back in there. Kevin would usually come, I don't know, like I would say like 50% of the time he would come and we would give him just like a massive pile of bacon and he would eat it, which was a miracle because most of the time he just wanted like freaking Fruit Loops and Jello. So it was like, okay, meat, yes. You know, trying to like maybe coax him to eat like some watermelon or like something like that felt, yeah. Um, so Cameron usually just ate at second breakfast. I usually ate at both, but my second breakfast was usually just like a pancake with peanut butter and syrup and a glass of milk. Oh my gosh, you guys, I freaking love that flavor combo. I cannot even tell you. Um, but I, I didn't do that every day. I don't know. That's just, that was what I usually wanted. And then that usually kept me full for quite a long time. And, but I would have some sort of lunch and lunch was always tacos. So a few hours later around like one or 2 PM, I would get some tacos from, they had like a, like a station that you could have tacos made to order and they, it was different every day. Like some days they had more of like steak and chicken, like chopped up other days. It was like more of like a barbacoa, like slow cooked beef situation. It just was always different, but they had delicious salsas that queso fresco. Oh my gosh. It was great. So we did that. There was also like an Asian buffet that Cameron would go to. I'm going to rate that on a scale from one to 10. That Asian buffet was like a two for me. It was not good. I don't know why he kept going back. Like one night, one day he was like, I'm going to go get some food. And so I thought and he was like, I was like, will you just grab me some? And so I thought he was going to get me like a cheeseburger or something. And this guy came up with like fried rice and something about buffet sushi. Like sushi shouldn't sit out. You know what I mean? Sushi should not sit out. I like, there's some decent, like, I remember back in Seattle, there was like the conveyor belt sushi. And that was always like, the worst of the sushi options. Like I would still eat it, but like now that I'm older, I'm like, I just want to pay more and have better sushi. Right. So yeah, like, I don't know. I'm not a fan of buffet sushi. So yeah, it was like, a I, I mean, I ate it cause I'm disgusting, I guess. But yeah, there was a, like a snack shack and they had really good burgers and they had like chips and queso and pico de gallo and that kind of stuff. So that was always nice. Like to have that by the pool. Um, and then dinners, they had like restaurants. So we, yeah, we, there was like a steakhouse that was really good. It was like a, 
was like a, uh, what's the, how do I describe the theme? Like mechanical bull, sheriff's office, like old Western theme steakhouse. Okay. That was that one. And then there was like a really nice seafood restaurant. We went there on the first night. I really, I thought all of the restaurants were really good. Cameron wasn't as, I don't know. He was just very neutral on it. He was just, yeah. Um, Cameron drank mostly Modelo beers and pina coladas. And we got Kevin on the pina colada. Kevin's my son. Um, we got Kevin on the pina colada train. He would have virgin pina coladas like every day. And it was, I don't know why it's so cute when kids are ordering like bougie drinks like that. I just, I love it. So he's a little, he's a pina colada boy. I just drink water and coffee. I occasionally I'd have a sip of Kevin's pina colada because he would never finish them, you know? Um, and it's fine. I just, I don't know. I don't like, I, I don't like that stuff. Oh, you know what I can get down with? I think I might've told you this, a, a crispy diet Dr. Pepper, but they didn't have that. They only had regular Dr. Pepper and it's just not that good. It's not like that much sugar good, you know? So yeah, that was, that was our trip. The things that like for me made an all-inclusive vacation so worth it is like, I don't have to clean. I don't have to make the bed. I don't have to like pick up after myself. And like maybe I should a little, but I'm like, no, I'm just going to tip the maid and she's going she to take care of it, right? Like that was so nice. Having meals, just I don't have to think. I don't have to pick. Like it's just, it's all taken care of. Because like some people are like, oh, I want to explore when I go on vacation. And I get that. And maybe if it was just me and Cameron, but like with kids, it's like, oh, it's such a thing thing to figure out where to eat with kids you know like making sure they have just something that Kevin will you know like he barely eats anything man like it's just in the then it's like super annoying if you pay like 10 15 or even like 20 bucks for a meal and like he barely touches it right like that's oh all that's so annoying so it's nice that it's just like food's available if he doesn't touch it it's just like not the end of the world I don't know like it doesn't like make uh, maybe other people don't care if they spend that much and their kid doesn't eat it for me it stinks okay it stinks besides the food I like that just this particular resort it's small enough that everything is really close now we obviously, we kind of talked about some of our complaints on the last podcast. So I'm not going to get into it, but I don't think we would go back to this resort. A lot of people were asking me like, what's the name of your resort? What's the name of your resort? And I talked about it a little bit on my story, but I didn't like keep like tagging the resort because I just wasn't that impressed and I'm not trying to send them business. So for the resort we stayed at was called Crown Paradise Club in Cancun. Next time we are either going to try Moon Palace, Sea Dust, or Hyatt Ziva. Those are like the ones that I keep seeing good things about. I mean, I guess I guess we're a little bit bougie. We want like better food. Because here's the thing. If Crown Paradise didn't make the changes they made over the last like six years or whatever, however long it's been since I've been there, I would freaking love it. I would love it. But stop trying to be fancy when you're not fancy. Because that's where, that's where it turned me off is like, they closed off all the other entrances. So the buffet used to have like like four or five entrances or something like that. And so it was really nice because you could just pop in, grab a quick plate of food, and they had Mexican food morning, noon, and night, right? Like you could always get Mexican food, like good, good, fresh tacos, quesadillas, whatever, like anytime, okay? But they got rid of all those other entrances. So there's only one and there's like a freaking line and you have to like wait for a table and it's just, it's a whole thing. And I'm like, 
come on, man. I just want to like grab a couple quesadillas and like, you know, while my kids like want to go, cause you know how kids are, they want to go back and forth. Right. And so the pool has this like really shallow area where it's just like literally, I don't know, like a couple inches of water. So Kevin could kind of be like splashing around in there and like playing on the steps and stuff. And, um, you know, I could be in there with him and then Kevin could have like, the, or Cameron could have like the quesadillas and your kid could kind of go back and forth, have a couple bites. You know how kids are, right? And maybe some people are like, you should make your kid sit and eat the meal. And it's like, well, yeah, that's what I had to do basically. <laughs> but it would have been nice if they would have not made that change. But from what I can see, I don't think anyone has that flexibility with their buffet anymore. And I'm sure they have their reasons for doing that. And due to that, if I'm going to be locked in to like having sit down meals, well, I'm going to be honest, I want them to be better. I want better quality food. So I'm going to go to a better quality resort next time. Uh, so I, I've been asking around, everyone recommends Moon Palace, but here's the problem with Moon Palace, you guys. I do like a pretty beach. Okay. I already live in a sunshiny place and we already have the ocean. Okay. So our ocean here is like not gorgeous. Like it's, it's still a beach. It's pretty. But when you go down to Cancun, part of why you're there is that crystal clear, like turquoise water that just takes your breath away. But Moon Palace has kind of a uh, beach, but the resort itself, if you look it up, it has like crazy water slides. I don't know. So I'm, but the long story short, you're probably like, Chelsea, I don't care about all this. An all-inclusive vacation is now a part of our budget. Like we are literally going to make that happen. We are just like, this is something we have to do. I mean, Cameron's like, twice a year. I'm kind of on board with twice a year, but I think once a year is probably more realistic. Um, cause it's a, you know, it's a lot to prepare for, but it was really nice. It was really, really nice. I would love to go with like a big group and have, you know, Kevin's friends there. I think that I, I'm, I'm like a, the more the merrier kind of person, right? I don't need to like, the one thing I will say, so like, if you go with a big group, I don't need to eat all my meals with you. Like let's split up for meals, but like hang out during the day. Because it's, like, you know, getting everyone on the same page is like, not. I don't want to like, because the other thing too, when you have like a really big group, like let's say you have like 10, 15 people or something, right? I don't need to eat at the same table as you because I'm not going to be talking to the person on the other end of the table. All it does is make it more difficult for the restaurant to like put together a table big enough for you. It makes it more complicated for everyone to decide where to eat or where there's even availability for that many people, you know? And I'm like, no, let's just like, we'll eat with our own families, but like play during the day. Does that sound fun? I don't know. To me, that sounds fun. Okay. So let's move on. So on the way home, Cameron and I, we had, remember if we, if you listened last week, we talked about that hotel we had in Charlotte. So we had booked a night at that hotel again, cause we weren't arriving into Charlotte until 7 PM. So we were going to spend the night there and then go to Ikea the next day and then drive home. But we were like, you know how it is at the end of vacation. You're just like, I want my bed. Not to mention that hotel, which don't, don't be, I, but I booked the most expensive one, you guys the most expensive one available from parksleepfly.com. Okay. So we've already like essentially wasted most of that, however much we paid, which was obviously makes me physically ill, but it's just like, I'm just taking it as expensive learning lessons from this vacation. We're learning how to travel as a family. Right. So we paid, um, we paid for parking there, but we ended up parking at the 
airport because the lady was like, yeah, trucks are getting targeted. And I'm like, if I'm being honest, this feels like the ghetto. Like this does not feel like a nice area. And usually kind of like near an airport isn't the best area. I don't know. So when we were on our way back, we were, the, the flight left early. It arrived early. Like we were in good shape. So we were like, screw it. Let's go home. We were kind of feeling it out all day. Like we knew in the back of our mind, we kind of just wanted to go straight home, but that was like a big thing. So we ended up getting home around 1130 and you guys, Casey screamed the whole way. And here's my theory on it. I don't think she likes sleeping in the car seat because I, she likes to, she's always been a tummy sleeper. I'm like, I'm like living my truth right now. I'm going to tell you the truth. I've had her sleeping on a tummy since she was a newborn. And I know some of you moms out there are like clutching your pearls. You're like, oh, that's not safe sleep. Yeah, man, it was survival. Okay, the girl had like really bad gas. Kids did it in like the 60s or whatever. I don't know. Like, I think my mom had me sleeping on as as a tummy in like the 90s, right? I don't know. I don't know when they made that like back to sleep campaign or whatever, but it was a thing and I get it it was risky. And, and I know like, I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying this is what I did to survive. Okay. (laughs) So she's always slept on her tummy and it's like helped her sleep a ton because she, she was just so gassy. Right. But I feel like now she cannot sleep, but, but then I don't know. She also cut a new tooth. So maybe that's why she was screaming her head off. Anyway, long story short, it was three and a half hours of this girl screaming and Kevin just casually played on his tablet and then passed out with her screaming her head off next to him. I was so irritated. I crawled in the back seat a few times and gave her the boob like from the middle seat, you know, also not safe at all, but it's just like, we're just trying to get home. We're just trying to, we're literally just like, oh my gosh, anything for silence. It was a brutal car ride, but we made it home around 1130. The kids actually slept in till Kevin slept until seven, Casey slept until eight. And some of you are like, wow, that is not sleeping in at all. In our house, that is a miracle because Kevin is usually up in the five o'clock hour sometime, like 5.30 and Casey is usually up by six. So it felt like a win. Now, granted, we were also coming back from a one hour time difference and they all went to bed super late. So yeah, I don't know. Anyway, the next morning after that was uh, my birthday. Uh, so I'm 34 which is, I would, I would say I'm officially in my mid thirties and I wanted to share like my thoughts on like your thirties versus your twenties. So do I, I, I don't know, like, cause some people are like, I, I want to say maybe like a little denial. They're like, oh, it's so much better. And like, yeah, there's things that are better, but there's also things that are kind of like, aren't, I I'm always going to be one to like find the bright side, but I'm also going to be honest with you. Like there are some things that like, mm. So there were these girls that were sitting behind us on the airplane and they were 25, like peak 20s, right? And I was just listening to them talk and kind of comparing like their life sounds so similar to mine in that phase that mine does now. So for me, when I'm comparing my 20s to my 30s, I'm literally just comparing pre-child life to child life because I had Kevin days before I turned 30. So it's like, that's really the difference for me. And the thing I miss most is I could just, I mean, it's the freedom. It's the freedom to do whatever you want, whenever you want. And like, just pick up and go to the grocery store and walk the aisles for hours. I, I've loved doing that. I've always loved doing that. Um, going to 
Trader Joe's and like not thinking about like what parking spot will I be able to swing open the door so I can put my kid in their car seat which like everyone knows a Trader Joe's parking lot is like the hardest thing so yeah like I don't know there's just for me that's the thing I miss the most but other than that I really have loved this stage of my life like being in my 30s I feel like from a financial perspective we're a lot more secure we're able to you know, we're able to make decisions that we feel like we have choices because we're not, I don't know, we've, we, Cameron and I have always been really good with our money. So we've never like been like broke, broke. Right. But, um, as we've gotten older, we've been able to just kind of more design the life we want. Right. And so that's been like a big one for me in my thirties. I, I mean, inflation though, what the heck is going on? You guys, it's just ridiculous. But I will say at Aldi yesterday, a, a dozen eggs was a dollar fifteen for like the conventional regular eggs, and I was like, I might have to switch back because I bought their pasture raised eggs yesterday too, and they were not even orange yolks. And I'm like, cool. So I paid five dollars a dozen for these. Like, they look the same as conventional. So I don't know. I'm kind of I'm I'm getting there, guys. I I'm not drinking the Kool Aid as much on the pasture raised eggs. I don't know. I don't know. I feel like I, there's other things I can get from it. Okay. Anyway, back back to what I was saying. Oh, your 20s versus your 30s. Yeah, like, I don't know. I don't feel emotional about my birthday yet. I, I feel like I'm probably getting close to that. I think there's, yeah, there's just weird feelings. When I like look at a 25-year-old, like the girls on the plane, and just thinking I'm never going to have that that lifestyle back. But then I'm also able to do so much more I don't know. I don't know. Just a, just a lot of emotions, I guess. But like, I don't feel sad or super excited for my birthday. I just feel, yeah, God, I thought that, that right there is getting old when you just have like no feelings about your birthday. With that being said, I woke up on my birthday and I was very excited to get my Starbucks free drink. I'm not a regular Starbucks drinker because hello, their prices have gotten insane. And I feel like we've all just accepted it and allowed it. And I think, you know, I think we need to fight back. I think we need to fight back. I will say Starbucks, I think they're great to their employees. I love that they cover like IVF treatments and like stuff. I think that's all really cool, but I feel, I feel like there could be some corners cut, you know, elsewhere so that we could make the prices a little more reasonable for the consumer. Um, I got two white chocolate mochas, one for Cameron, one for me. So mine was free and it was still six something. Okay. That feels like a lot. I I don't know. That just, that feels like a lot to me for a white chocolate mocha. Maybe you guys are just used to those prices, but I'm, I'm not okay with it. I am typically a Dunkin' girl, but I will say like a white chocolate mocha, there is just nothing like it. And so I wanted to, I wanted to get into this. I am from Seattle. I grew up in Seattle. Starbucks is a big thing in Seattle. I obviously have had a lot of Starbucks in my day. And yesterday it was super out of character weather. It was in the 60s. It was dumping rain. It was like, it looked like a springtime day in Seattle. (laughs) And then drinking my white chocolate mocha on that cold morning with my sweatshirt on. Oh my gosh. It was, it really brought me back to the Pacific Northwest. I loved it. I really did. I loved it. And after a week in Cancun of like being like hot, hot, hot all the time, it was actually really nice to have that cold day. Okay. But anyway, Duncan. You guys, my friend Jen got me a $50 Dunkin' gift card, and I just feel like I need to tell you how long that's going to last. Because Dunkin', the only drink I get is an iced caramel coffee with cream. 
Okay. That's what I get. It's very sweet. It's not something I get every day, but it's so freaking good. And if you're tracking, it's very easy to track. Is it super healthy? Absolutely not. It's like a bunch of carbs. It's sugar, right? But it's delicious. I've tried the sugar-free stuff and I'm not as into it, but this drink will cost you around a dollar to $2 if you have the app and know what you're doing. Okay. Otherwise I think it's like three something, which is still reasonable for an iced coffee. And, and it's big. It's big. I, it's not like itsy bitsy. It like takes me a while to finish, but you, the app always has deals where sometimes it'll just be like free iced coffee and that, that's it. Like you don't even have to do anything. Other times it's like free iced coffee with any purchase. So you purchase like a couple mini donuts and then your iced coffees for free, even with like adding the caramel and cream and stuff. Is that crazy? Definitely recommend that. Okay, so then as far as my birthday goes, if you care what I did, I went to Mexican food. I know you're like, what? You just spent a week in Mexico and you went to Mexican food? Yeah, I'm never sick of Mexican food, okay? And I I don't, you know, inflation, again, I'm, I'm just not okay with it. Like the prices at these Mexican restaurants, it ain't what it used to be, okay? I'm becoming like a senile old woman. Like it used to be, I vividly remember when we first moved here and we would go to that Mexican restaurant and it would be like $11 for this thing that I liked getting. And now that same item is over 15. That's a big jump. Okay. It's a big jump. It's really good though. It's called the El Papi burrito. I really don't even know what's in it, but it's so good. Okay. Anyway, then I, for dessert, I don't, I'm not a cake girl. Is anyone really like a cake person? I just feel like cake is just this thing we do. I am more of a caramel chocolate chip cookie person. So I have this recipe now where it's a chocolate chip cookie bar and it has a layer of caramel in the middle. I have tried for so long to figure out how to do like a caramel filled chocolate chip cookie and I I can't seem to nail it, but the bar works really well. So I made a batch of those. I had some last night with milk, of course, because I'm always, I'm pro milk. Okay. I'm pro dairy. Um, God, I don't know how you guys are raw dogging chocolate chip cookies without milk out there. It is crazy. Actually, can I tell you a funny story? So in, with Hip Bodies, I did this Carolina Beach getaway. I live really close to Carolina Beach. And so I booked like a beach house and a bunch of girls came out. I think there was like a total of like 11 or 12 of us. And I like stocked the fridge with food. Okay. And one of the things I stocked it with was like a lot of milk because I was making chocolate chip cookies for everybody. And everybody was, no one was touching the milk. And I was like, what the, what's going, you guys are just eating them without milk? Like, I don't understand. But then everybody's like, yeah, Chelsea, like no one drinks milk anymore. Like it's, you know, like we, it's, it's out. It's like not a thing. I don't know. But I feel like it's coming back. Okay. Especially in the like holistic health space, everyone's drinking raw milk. I actually still haven't tried it. I'm kind of weirded out by it. Can I be honest? I'm still not there. I want to try it. I believe in the health benefits. I don't think it's overly dangerous to drink raw milk, but it still just like weirds me out. I don't know. Yeah. Especially if it tastes different. There's something about that when something tastes different because everybody loves grass-fed beef and I I get it. Like I understand the health benefits. I do. Uh, I like (laughs) corn-fed. I do. I like a grass-fed corn finish because they all get grass and they get, but they get the corn at the end to fatten them up. I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I can taste the difference and it like weirds me out. And I just, I love, I love my corn-fed meat. Okay. Okay. Anyway, let's move on. Speaking of food, speaking of food, 
what am I doing with nutrition right now? Some people have messaged me and asked me if I'm going to be going back to keto now that I am back home. And I'm not. I'm just not feeling it right now. We have watermelons at the grocery store. I want to eat some watermelon. I want some fruit. And I just want to focus on eating high protein. So that is the direction I am headed right now. So I'm going to kind of go back to tracking to some degree, eating very high protein. I have a lot of recipes saved. I'm going to be emailing out my favorites this coming Sunday to Hit Bodies. So every Sunday we do an email inside hip bodies and I kind of share like what my game plan is but like part of that is I also will share like these recipes are a slam dunk I made them this week so I have a lot of new recipes that I'm trying this week and I will be emailing out the ones that are amazing on Sunday okay now that is one thing I'm doing another thing is I bought this new scale so thank you Brittany and hip bodies because she shared this scale that tracks like your body fat percentage your muscle and everything. And there were a lot of girls that come to, they were like, I have this one and I've gotten decks of body scans and stuff like that. And it always ends up being pretty spot on. This scale has thousands and thousands of good reviews. I am going to put a link to it in the show notes so you can check it out. It's like under $30. It is so cool. You get on the scale and it, it connects to Bluetooth on your on your phone. And I just figure like now that I'm getting toward the tail end of my weight loss, I know that it's going to be a lot of, uh, what's the word? It's, it's just going to be more body composition changes more so than like seeing the scale move, right? So, I, which by the way, I feel like I haven't even celebrated the fact that I'm down to 164. So I have 14 pounds to my goal weight. There's a girl named Chelsea that listens to this podcast and her and I were like neck and neck. So I want to know, are, are, you, are you winning right now? Are you beating me? <laughs> okay, so anyway, that is that's kind of where I'm at. Now, this upcoming week, like as you are listening to this, we are doing a free week of workouts. These are going to be on my Facebook page, but I created like Facebook events. So you'll get like notified when I'm live, right? Um, So if you RSVP to the event on Facebook, there's one for every day this week. You will get notified when I'm live. You don't have to do it live. The the video will stay up. Um, But these workouts are just simple strength with body weight burnouts. It's going to be so much fun. It's going to be really challenging. And it gives you a way to test it out and see if it's good for you. And then if you want to know what we're doing beyond that, if you decide like, yeah, I want to keep doing this, we're going to be doing our top challenge that we've ever done, which is Hot Girl Runner. Oh my gosh, you guys, this is the best. So what Hot Girl Runner is, it it also it, I started this challenge several years ago when the song Hot Girl Summer came out. Do you guys remember that? And I wanted, I don't know, it was just a play on words, I guess. So at the time I had quite a few runners inside Hit Body. So I was like challenging myself to run. But I always provide other options because let's be real, as you as we get older, our joints are like, mmm no thank you running right and I am one of those people I have accepted I am not a runner my shins don't want me to be a runner my knees don't want me to be a runner it's just like uh, we only have concrete here I don't know of like like a turf track or something like that that I could run on I don't have a treadmill and I'm not trying to get one so for me I am just the goal is just to get outside okay the weather is heating up I always do this around like springtime early summer and the goal is just simply to get outside and move your body outside. Don't just like exist outside, like move, right? Get a little sweaty, get some sunshine, get some vitamin D, right? So 
I will have like cardio circuits that you can do outside. You could just go on a walk. You can set like a little mileage goal for yourself each week. However you want to do it, it's very customizable. Now, the workouts, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, are full body strength. And these workouts, if you took if you took one thing from hip bodies, I want you to take these workouts and do them forever. Because these are only the game changers, only the the exercises that are gonna build the booty, the tight waistline, the hourglass shape, right? Like the like an amazing physique. Okay. These are you're gonna get the most bang for your buck. I'm telling you, even though you're doing like very basic moves, you are gonna be exhausted by the end of these workouts. And we track how much weight you're moving per workout the whole time. So day one, let me give you an example, just for easy numbers. Let's say you're moving like 10 pounds. I'm going to do 10 pounds just because even though it's going to be more than that, but like, let's say you move like your whole, have five pound dumbbells and you do squats with that and you do it 10 times, that's a hundred pounds. But then like you really build some confidence and you're actually able to do two 20 pound dumbbells by the end. So now you're doing 40 pounds, 10 times, that's 400 pounds. You see what I'm saying? So that's how we're going to ensure progressive overload. Now that's not just with the strength part. We're going to do that with the cardio aspect too. There's going to be different ways that we kind of keep track of it where we can truly measure that you're getting better both from a cardiovascular perspective and from a strength perspective. Um, It's just fun. And when you get better in those things, the side effect is killer results. You know what I mean? So I'm really excited. Hot Girl Runner has always been like one of our most popular challenges. People freaking love it. I will admit right now you're getting a little bored because the full body workouts, they essentially don't change. You just have to like keep pushing yourself on them. And so you're going to be like, oh, I want something different. And don't worry, Will. We're not doing this forever. We're doing this for a few weeks. Um, But I love it. I love, love, love it. So we're not doing that this week. This week is something different, but it's free and you can tune in on Facebook the following week we start hot girl runner okay and i would love if you joined us okay love 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 it um yeah that's pretty much all i got for you guys now i do have some other stuff i guess i was going to share because we i get i told you what we're doing inside hip bodies but i'm supposed to share something i'm killing it at lately and i want i challenge you on the other end here to tell me what you're killing it at okay So for me, gosh, what am I killing it at lately? I don't think this counts, but I'm going to share it anyway. I am killing it at my laser hair removal. (laughs) I know that you're like, what? That's so weird. Okay. So I bought this laser hair removal thing from Amazon a couple months ago. It was back. I think it was in March. I think it was in March. So I've been doing it for a while. And you guys, it actually works. So I shaved at the beginning of my trip, like right before we left. And I did not shave the entire time I was there. And guess what? we good. So I only did my bikini area and my underarms. So my underarms are not there yet. Like I still have to keep up on them, but my bikini area, y'all I'm good. And so what inspired me to do this was like, I I feel like this happened around the time I was like pregnant with Casey, but I started getting like really bad razor burn. And that's something I've never had before. Like, I don't know. It was just crazy. So I was like thinking about it like, gosh, this is going to be annoying in Cancun. Like I don't want to wear a swimsuit this summer because it's just like, and I, I feel like it was happening last summer, but I couldn't really see it because my belly was so big. Like occasionally I would see it be like, oh God, this is bad. But it was just like, whatever. I mean, who's even looking at that with my giant belly and just like everything else. Right. But now 
I'm like, I really, that is unsightly for me. (laughs) So I started like kind of looking it up and then I was just thinking, you know, those laser hair removal things, I kind of want to try one because laser hair removal for me, when I did it professionally several years ago, it worked. It just didn't last. So I feel like I just need to have one of those little things to do it. So sure enough, I've been doing it and it freaking works. So I I know that's like weird, but I I feel like I'm killing it at that. I'm glad that I stuck with it because it did take some dedication. I was doing it like every other day for a while and now I'm doing it like twice a week. And yeah, I'm going to I'm going to keep up with it. Hopefully I'll have I'll be I'll be like a hairless cat here soon. Um meals I'm loving. So I'm going to share like what I'm excited about because I've just been eating at like an all-inclusive resort, right? And I sadly, like, there was nothing that was like, oh my gosh, this is so amazing. But I am really excited because I am eating high protein, right? And one of the meals that I'm making is like, I freaking love them, but you make like mac and cheese or like pasta dishes and you do the blended cottage cheese as the sauce. It's super high protein. You still add chicken to it. You add veggies. So I have like a taco pasta I'm doing. I have like a kind of fettuccine Alfredo type situation. I am really excited about those. So I'm going to be making one of those tonight and I'm going to be making several this week. I'm also making like these uh, burritos that Cameron can take to work. So across the board, I'm just excited about that. Uh, Something I am obsessed with. So I haven't made any purchases, but lately I've been feeling this. I, I, I don't know about you guys, but I hyper fixate on something. And right now I'm like hyper fixated on our playroom. It's not good enough. It needs to be better. We need color. We need things to climb on. Like I know we can do this. And I'm feeling like I cannot let this obsession go right now. So I've been looking at, um, if you look at their TikTok page, it's G-R-O-H Playrooms. And I'm telling you, I want to play on these. Like they have you know, bars you can climb on and, you know, rock walls and like foam pits and just like all sorts of cool stuff. I love the idea of the foam pit, but I cannot touch like bare foam. So I, I don't know. I kind of want to like do, cause we have this crash pad that I kind of made. And I, so I'm like, mm, I kind of want to mess around with that and like put like a casing or something around it. I don't know. I have like different ideas on how I could do it, but I want to do like a hanging rope swing. I want to paint like I, so what I want to do is like murals throughout the room. And I want to go like the palm tree direction. You know, we live near the beach, make it bright, make it tropical. Cameron is leaning toward the mountain direction. And I'm like, "Ah, I get it, but I hate it. So I don't know, maybe we do one of each. Would that be crazy? Like the beach and the mountains in our playroom? Definitely want your opinion on that. So DM me on Instagram, message me somewhere. Tell me your thoughts on that and send me any, like if you are interested in sharing your opinion on this topic, like ideas you have, send them all to me. I'm into it. I want to hear it. I want like I just, I want crazy good playroom, but I really also don't want to spend a ton of money on it. But then at the same time, I don't know. Have you, have you guys heard that there's a sound on TikTok and it's from the office and it's Michael Scott. And he's saying, I have had this dream since lunchtime and I am not giving up on it. And that's how I feel like I have had this dream since like a day ago and I will not give up on it. I will have, I'm going to, I'm going to start, I'm just going to go crazy. I'm painting there. And Cameron is like, I can tell he's like, Oh God, please don't Chelsea. Cause I am not a good painter. I, I cannot, I like, I never do the tape and I need to be doing the tape you know? So we'll see where I end up. 
Uh, last but not least, unpopular opinions. Okay, well, first, unpopular opinions just reminded me, I don't think this is an unpopular opinion, but it's just like a thing. When I was in Cancun, one of my favorite times of day was seeing all the exhausted children. Oh my gosh, like around 3 or 4 p.m. It kind of reminds me of like if you were to go to one of those like really long outdoor concerts, like I I don't know, like Coachella or what was that country one? There was like a really big country one, I can't remember, but you I remember I would see videos on people's like Instagram and Snapchat stories and stuff where people people were just like passed out. And so like the kid version of that at a resort, you would just walk around and you would see parents holding like just flopped over children of all ages from babies. I mean, Kevin's age, older, they were just like, huh? Like they were so exhausted because they've just been in the sun all day going crazy, right? Um, Yeah, it always, it just cracked me up. I remember one night, the night before, yeah, yeah, the night before Kevin's birthday, he was passed out at dinner. Like he just laid down on Cameron's lap and just passed out. It was so cute. I just, I love that. I don't think that's an unpopular opinion. And also that's very random, but it's just something that I had taken notes on that I kind of forgot to share earlier. So an unpopular opinion that I do believe is unpopular is I just, (laughs) and I feel like I've shared this before, but it's kind of vacation, the vacation version of it. But I just don't think that drinking alcohol really adds that much to a vacation. Um, Cameron, Cameron and his parents both drank and they were drinking and I was not. And the whole time I was just thinking like, I don't know, like, isn't this making you like, I, I didn't like say it, but it's like, I can't help it. I like have that internal monologue where I'm just like, like, if I bet you would feel better <laughs> if you did it, you know, in my head, like, I mean, I'm not going to push that on anyone. I try not to. I really try to keep my mouth shut on it. But like, you know, hey, this is my chance to like share my unpopular opinion. I just, I, everyone there, everyone, every adult is at the bar. The bars are always so busy and everyone's just, as soon as their drink's empty, they're smashing another one, you know? And I feel like it's just because it's there, right? And I just don't think it adds that much. I really don't. I feel like, you know, you wake up more tired, more groggy, you know, like, you just don't feel your best. I don't know. It, I mean, it's literally poison. It's literally, it is. It's literally poison. And I know, I know, it's like, some of you are like, like rolling your eyes, but it's true. It's just, when you're in it, like when you are actively social drinking or whatever, you just can't imagine not doing it, right? But because I've been out of it for so long, which I feel like I didn't even celebrate, my birthday was six years since I've drank. That's how long I've been totally sober. And yeah, like I, I, I do not miss it at all. I, you know, the only time I miss it, this is really random, but sometimes when I watch like, like a video, like a vlog or something of like people really like partying and stuff like that. But at the same time, I know myself, like I'm going to be tired. I'm, I'm tired at nighttime. I am an old lady, right? So I don't know. I just, I don't need it. I think the, the the biggest thing people need it for is like to loosen up, right? I don't know. I'm getting, I'm decent at like loosening up on myself. So if you, if you are someone that has like social anxiety, so my strategy, I ask, and I don't intend on doing this. It's just like something people have noticed about me that I do that I pointed it out. And like just how I have always handled social situations. I just, 
I ask a lot of questions to get people talking about themselves and that tends to make them feel comfortable and then I'm learning more about them and I can like find common ground with them and just and just be like a listener right like I I don't know whereas I feel like a lot of people in social situations feel like they have to talk it's like "Mm, no one wants to listen to you just well (laughs) as I've as I've been chatting your ear off for 40 minutes but I feel like if you just ask questions and get people talking that tends to make them more comfortable right it gives them something to talk about it gives you a chance to learn more about them. I don't know. Like that for me, that's the best way to handle social situations. And, and I do it everywhere. So I'm the person like at the airport. I'm like, so when we were sitting there at the Cancun airport, I'm like, how was your trip? Where'd you stay? How was it? How was the food good? Like, you know, would you go there again? That kind of stuff. Right. I also read the room. Like if they're into the conversation or if they're like, okay, why is this girl talking to me? (laughs) You know? Um, and then same goes for, I'm trying to think where else. You know where I hate when they do small talk at at the at the customs. Like that line to go through customs is so long. And our our agent, he was really nice. He was, but I was like, I don't know how to do this small talk right now. Like, I feel like you're a really important person, and I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. <laughs> I don't know why. Like, I I'm not doing anything wrong, right? But it's just like something about it. It's kind of like small talk with um. Or does anybody get like, as soon as you see a police officer on the road, you're like, what speed am I going? You know, like you just feel like I need to be on my best behavior. That's how I feel with like a TSA agent or like a customs agent, like border patrol, stuff like that. So I I don't know why I'm just like, I don't want to talk to you. I want to talk to you as minimal as possible. Just, yeah, I know that's, that's probably not good. Hmm. Well, once again, I went on like a weird little rant. So Okay, back back to business here. I'm going to wrap this up, but I just want to like friendly reminder, the workouts are free all week. I'm going live at 8 a.m. Eastern, 5 a.m. Pacific time, and they're going to be so much fun. If you RSVP to the event on Facebook, you're going to get notified when I'm live. You can stream to your TV. I'm going to be honest, streaming can be a little bit funky with Facebook, so I apologize for that in advance, but basically I will probably also upload them to YouTube so that they're there as well after I go live, if that's easier. Um, and if you're in Hip Bodies, we'll probably upload them to the website as well. But yeah, that pretty much covers everything. I love you guys so much. Thank you for being a listener of the podcast. Uh, if you like, this is so weird. I'm scared for the day that I get a bad review. So like if you could do me a favor and just like offset whatever bad review I may get one day um, with a nice one, that would mean the world to me. That would mean the world. And if you know someone who might enjoy this podcast, send it to them. They pro- That's like a weird, that's a weird one though, because like if they don't already follow, I don't know. I feel like this podcast is very much like for us, right? Like, like we're friends, you know, like. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna let you guys go. Have a great day. I hope to see you on the workouts this week. Bye.